Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Golf Screen Guild Theater. And your host, Roger Pryor. Hi, everybody. Your neighborhood good golf dealer and the Gulf Oil Companies welcome you to the Gulf Screen Guild Theater. More of your favorite stars tonight. Connie Boswell, Gary Cooper, who just flew in from New York, Bob Hope, who just flew in from the golf course, and Oscar Bradley, who just flew into a small rage with his golf orchestra. And now, I have a bit of unexpected news for you. Marlena Dietrich, who was to be one of our stars this evening, will not be able to appear. Because of a very bad cold and a high temperature, production on her new picture, Destry Rides Again, has been stopped for the last three days. Nevertheless, Marlene insisted she was going to appear in the Gulf Theater until last night at rehearsal, when unfortunately she lost her voice completely. The minute word got round that Marlene couldn't be with us tonight, a lot of our biggest stars immediately offered to take her place. And you know, that's the kind of spirit that has created the Gulf Screen Guild Theater. The stars consider the Gulf Theater their theater because every single cent that Gulf would ordinarily give to the stars who appear here is given instead to meet the needs of the Motion Picture Relief Fund and to build a home for the members of the picture industry who can't take care of themselves anymore. And now, now I'm sure you're all as anxious as I am to know which of the glamorous stars is going to be here to pinch hit for Marlena. So let's ring up our curtain here in the Gulf Theater where one of the greatest singers of popular songs is ready to open the show with Oh, You Crazy Moon. Spotlight for Connie Boswell. You crazy moon What made you break my heart? When they met the way they smiled, I saw that I was through. Oh, you crazy moon, what did you do? When they kissed, they tried to say that it was all in fun. Oh, you crazy moon. Look what you've done. Once you promised me, you know, that it would never end. You should be ashamed to show your funny face, my friend. Now there they are. They fell in love. I guess you think you're small. Oh, you crazy moon, you broke my heart. When they met, the way they smiled, I thought that I was through. Oh, you crazy moon, what did you do? Now when they kissed, they tried to say that it was just in fun. Oh, you crazy moon, look what you've done. Once you promised me, you know, that it would never end. You should be ashamed to show your... Your funny face, my friend. 
Now there they are, they fell in love, I guess you think you're smart. Oh, you crazy moon, you broke my heart, why'd you ever start? You crazy moon, what made you break my Now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you a young comedian who took so many bows while they were putting his footprints in the lobby of Grauman's Chinese Theater that the cement hardened around his feet. They couldn't get the entire shoe loose, but they did free the heel, and here he is, Bob Ho! <laughs> Thank you, Roger. Thank you, Roger, but this is a golf theater. There should be no knocks. Get it? Golf, no knocks. I didn't write it. <laughs> But before you go, I want you to know that you've got that story all wrong. I stood in the cement like anybody else does, and I didn't bow at all. Oh, you didn't. Uh, well, then how'd you get that cement on your nose? Oh, it was on account of all my fans. You know how they are, so eager to get near a star they love. They thrilled just to touch me. I bent down to write my name in the cement, and one of them stepped on my head. <laughs> sort of a love pad. But I'm awfully happy to be here. I like the idea of being on another show besides my own. After all, why should I lay all my eggs in one basket? <laughs> but isn't radio a wonderful thing? I just bought one of those new portable radios. You know, the kind you carry around. No aerial, no ground, nothing to worry about except the finance company. But this summer, I went to my uncle's farm on my vacation. I took one of those new portable radios. My uncle took it out to the barn with him and tuned in Jimmy Fiddler. Next morning, when he milked the cow, it said, Moo, and I do mean moo. <laughs> And you ought to see my uncle's farm, a hundred miles from anywhere. Why, you can travel 50 miles there without even seeing a good humor man. <laughs> and what health. I used to get up every morning at the crack of my back. But I'm glad... I'm glad to be back here at work. I had a nice trip coming back. I got a free ride all the way. All I had to do was help them unload. I really came. <laughs> oh, I really had a nice compartment till they put the ice in. I came in on that new uh, streamlined train, the Super Chief. Boy, what a stream. When you buy your tickets, you have to stand like that. Everything slants. <laughs> Everything slants. You can't even get a cinder in your eye unless you're a Chinaman. <laughs> oh, but it's... I waited. Well, I went out... <laughs> it really is modernistic. When I got off, I looked like a Pontiac, radi Pontiac radiator cap. It was folded. I couldn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> And what, at what speed? It was a nice trip, but I was wearing my sack suit, and they kept throwing me off with a mail. <laughs> you know, as the streamliner pulls into Hollywood, it passes right by Bing Crosby's new racing stable, and every time the streamliner passes, Bing lines his horses up and says, see, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't talk, because Bing has some nice horses, though. He's having a little trouble with his jockeys right now. They want to be paid by the hour. But outside... <laughs> but he compromised with him. He's giving him a saddle that makes up into a lower berth. He gave me a tip. He gave me a tip on a horse. He called me at Delmar one day last summer and said, I got a little dope for you the next race. <laughs> a little dope. A little dope. I wish he'd given it to the horse. That's the first horse I've ever seen start from a kneeling position. 
He came up to the post. He looked the horse alongside him and said, Have you ever run this track before? The horse said, Sure, lots of times. He said, Okay, I'll follow you. <laughs> and he did. He got around the halfway mark, and the jockey said, Come on, let it out. So the horse stopped and took off his girdle. <laughs> he finished so far behind, he had his tail in the photo finish. <laughs> I don't get it myself, but you know, <laughs> but I want to tell you, I met one nice girl on the train coming back from my vacation. She was a bathing beauty from Los Angeles, Miss Southeast Corner of Hollywood and Vine. You should have, <laughs> you should have seen her when the train pulled into the station. She was awfully excited about getting back to California. She rubbed sand, suntan cream on her face, poured oil over her arms and put on dark glasses. Then she pulled out the cutest parasol you've ever seen, stepped off the train and drowned <laughs> but Roger, it could happen to anybody. But Roger, yes, you should visit me at my uncle's farm sometime. Well, I'll be glad to visit you, Bob. I'll fly my airplane down. You know, like I was telling you before the show, I uh... yeah, I know you've taken up flying. Say, Roger, who is the glamour girl who's going to be on the show tonight? I don't know, Bob. I better stand scared. I hope so. Uh, did I tell you about the time I hit an altitude of five thousand feet? You know, I've always liked. Oh, her. it was a thrill, Bob. I came out of a loop hitting a speed at 250 miles an hour. And then I took her into a dive. Uh, she didn't go with you, did she? Well, of course. <laughs> well, of course she did. That's funny. She wouldn't go with me. <laughs> who? Uh, that's, I don't know. Who are you running around with now? <laughs> Look, Roger, I can't stand the suspense any longer. Is this mysterious glamour girl really going to be here to take Marlene to Dietrich's place? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, for goodness sake, introduce Marlene and let's see what happens. Well, that's a good idea, Bob. Let's try it. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you one of Hollywood's most glamorous personalities. You've always seen her against the exotic background of far-off places, but you'll soon be seeing her in a picture of the wild and woolly west. Here's the star who, for the first time, is bringing glamour to the range, Marlena Dietrich. Oh, dear. I hope I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> it's Jane Kiss. Jane Welcome, welcome to the Gulfstream Guild Theater. Zazu, it was nice of you to come. Thank you. I came over as soon as I could. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight, Zazu. Did you come here to take Marlena Dietrich's place? Only in spirit. <laughs> oh, dear. I never should have allowed myself to be talked into believing I'm a glamour girl. Well, who talked you into it? I did. <laughs> Oh, I think I'd better go home. This is a dreadful mistake. Oh, no, no, Zazu. I can't think of anyone better to substitute for Marlena Dietrich tonight. You have glamour. You're really beautiful, Zazu. Your eyes, your hair, your lips. Oh, tell me more. But this time, look at me. <laughs> you know... You know how bashful I am, but I really mean it, Zazu. You do have glamour. If I'm not telling the truth, may Paramount tear up my contract. Whoa! <laughs> we better get on with this before something really happens. Say, Roger, have you got Marlena's script? Yes, Bob. Here it is, Zazu. Just the way Marlena left it at rehearsal last night. Okay, Zazu. From now on, you're Marlena Dietrich. Try and lose yourself. Try hard. I'll try, but I don't think I'll have any luck. All right. You're Marlena Dietrich. We'll take it from the spot where I'm making love to you. Oh, dear. <laughs> Marlena, Marlena, I love you. Come into my arms. Oh, kiss me. Kiss me, do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not what it says in the script. When I say come into my arms, Marlena was supposed to say scram bum. I know, but I don't get the chances Marlena Dietrich does. <laughs> well, well, let's skip that part. 
Ah, oh, Marlena, don't spurn me. Did you get that beautiful corsage I sent you this morning? Did you send that? Yes. Wasn't it tied with a pretty ribbon I borrowed from a little girl on the street? Well, one of her curls is still in it. Well, it was a hurry-up job. But let's not talk about these trivial things. Marlena, you've been avoiding me. Have you been going around with anybody else? Yes, anybody else. Well, what's the matter with me, Marlena? Look at me. Am I, am I repulsive looking? You can answer later. Look. <laughs> I, might... <laughs> I may not be as strong or as handsome as John Conti, but won't you say you love me? Uh, first, let me meet John Conti. <laughs> Somebody call me. Oh, oh, isn't he wonderful? Oh, Jackson. You're pretty swell yourself, didn't you? Uh, I mean, Marlena. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Marlena. You know, the first time I saw you, well, I knew you were different. And believe me, I know a difference when I see it. For instance, Marlena, and ladies and gentlemen, when I drive into a good golf dealer's, I can see a difference there. I know immediately that the orange disc means more than just another gas station. First, because the orange disc shows you where to get golf no-knock, the knock-proof gasoline. Second, because your local good golf dealer takes a very special interest in extra service for both your car and for you. For your entire family, in fact, because... He even has a free Golf Funny Weekly packed with entertainment for everybody. So won't you make a point of it and stop where you see the Golf Orange Disc. Your neighborhood good golf dealer who helps bring you this program would also like to help you with some of that famous good golf service. Oh, John, you say the nicest thing. Oscar Bradley grabs the toothpick and leads the golf orchestra in Alexander's ragtime band from the picture of the same name. Marlena, Marlena, where is she? Marlena. Marlena, Marlena. I don't see her any place. Zazu, you're Marlena, the girl who's bringing glamour to the West. Remember? 
you know, Zazie. I mean, Marlon. I mean, uh, look, I'd like to do a western picture. I bet I'd be good to. Head them off by the ghost boys or are stealing our cattle. Well, rustle my bustle if you ain't good, partner. <laughs> <laughs> How would you two cowhands like to step out of the way and make room for a real westerner? Oh, not you, Rod. No, no. I'm, I mean a real two-gun, six-shooting, lasso-throwing, cow-punching he-man from out Montana way. Gary Cooper. Hiya, Roger. Hello, Gary. Say, I'm glad you're here. I've got a surprise for you. Yeah, surprise? Yep, I want you to meet Marlena Dietrich. Is that Marlena Dietrich? Uh-huh. Well, so long. <laughs> oh, now, wait a minute. Maybe I should explain, Gary. Uh, Marlena couldn't be here today. Zezu has Marlena's lines. What's that? Uh, Zezu has Marlena Dietrich's lines. Oh. Well, not from where I'm standing. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead as if Marlena were here. Uh, Gary, this is Marlena Dietrich. Uh, yippee. <laughs> Very expressive, these Westerners. I'm glad to know you, Miss Dietrich. I'm Gary Cooper. Yippee. <laughs> Gary, uh, this, uh, this is Bob Hope. Yep. Western star, too, Gary. Can you teach him anything about shooting? Sure, I came from an old family of shooters. I'll never forget the time my uncle had a duel with Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill? Why, he was the fastest shooting guy in the West. My uncle Luke was faster. They both reached for the guns at the same time. But before Buffalo Bill could even get his hand to his holster, my uncle whipped out his gun, whirled it around his finger ten times, and fired. What happened? He shot himself. <laughs> hey. If I make a Western, I'd like to play the part of Buffalo Bill. And Zezu, I mean Marlena, you could be Calamity Jane. You'd be a real Buffalo Bill. Oh, thanks. And you'd be a real Calamity Jane. <laughs> <laughs> say, say, Roger, how's about that Western sketch we were going to do with Marlena Dietrich? Are we still going to do it? Well, I should say so. Let's do it right now. Ready, Zezu? Music, Oscar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Gulf Screen Guild Theater presents the Gulf Gas Pump Players in an engulfing epic of the range entitled The Girl of the Woolly West, or She Was Wearing Slacks, So She Died Like a Man. Starring Gary Cooper, Marlena Zezu, Dietrich Pitts, and Bob Hope. All characters portrayed in this sketch are fictitious, and any living persons to whom they bear similarity are better off dead. <laughs> as the scene opens, we find Gary Cooper as two-gun slim digging his new well. He's singing happily as he works. Dig, dig, dig. Well, all right. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, you frightened me, stranger. You didn't make any noise when you rode up. I know, my horse's feet hurt, so he took off his shoes. <laughs> you mind if I tie him up? Not at all. Beautiful teeth on that horse. Sure, that's a pepsodent plug. <laughs> My name's Bob Hopalong Cassidy, stranger, and I want a job. I've been riding around for days looking for work. That's what I want, work. Well, you come to the right place. I got a deep well to dig. Uh, lots of dishes to wash and uh, plenty of wood to chop. Well, I'll come around when you're not so busy. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute, stranger. If you don't like that kind of work, I'll give you a job punching cows. Well, that's a little rough for me. Is it? Yeah, couldn't I just slap him a little? <laughs> but before we get to work, I'll step into the cigar store. There's no cigar store around here. There isn't, and Duck, there's an Indian behind us. Don't worry. He won't shoot. That's, a, that's no arrow he's holding. 
He's a friendly Indian. I just lost a friend. <laughs> you get to work down at the bar and hope along. Here comes my gal, Zazinda. Whoa! Hiya, Slim. Help me out of this well. Hiya, gal. What are you doing here? Thank goodness. I lost some cattle. Have you seen any of my cattle in your pasture? Can't say as I'd recognize your cattle, but I'll look around. Uh, by the way, gal, what's your brand? The Lady Esther. What's yours? <laughs> hey, boss! Boss, run for your life. The whole place is... Hiya, babe. Hey, the whole place is surrounded by Indians. Run for your life. What? What did you say? Oh, nothing important. Indians or something. Hello, beautiful. Where'd you come from? Uh, that's my gal, Zazinda. And if you step back, you can see her better. Oh, hello, Zazinda. Oh, watch out. Slim is very jealous if you have anything in mind, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> jealousy? What do I care about jealousy? Might as well know it now. I'm madly in love with you. You have gorgeous hair, beautiful eyes, and wonderful lips. Oh, now you've done it. Slim heard you. He's drawn his gun, and he's coming over here. What's the matter with her teeth? <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. I think it's a beautiful tooth. Ah! Ours is into my beloved. Oh, pardon me. Don't forget where you left off, that the Indians are shooting arrows at us. Look out. Here comes what you do. Hop along. Hop along. <laughs> Miss me. Uh, look out. Here comes an arrow at you, Slim. Here comes one at you, Gal. <laughs> oh, I can't stand this any longer. I've got to let Slim know that we love each other. I'm going to kiss you right under his nose. Then would you do the same to me? <laughs> oh, Slim. Yes. Look, come, Jacinda, kiss me. Dearest. Now, Slim, have you got anything to say to me? Yeah. How was it? Marvelous. I'm going to do that someday. I bet you. <laughs> you don't understand, Slim. I love Jacinda, too, and I'll shoot it out with you if you're brave enough. Sure, I'm brave enough. Count up to ten, gal. What, from memory? <laughs> You can do it. Just take it slow. I'll try. Stand back to back and I'll count off. Walk ten steps, then turn around and fire. I'm ready. Me too. One, two, three, four, five, and... Uh, Six. Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I'll take it. Hello. Oh, all right. Goodbye. It was slim. So that big, long-legged coyote ran away, huh? Oh, no, he didn't. He took ten steps and found himself in Salt Lake City. <laughs> the singing star of the Maxwell House program whose appearance is good news anytime. Connie Boswell, and she's singing a number she introduced and recorded a short time ago and which is already one of the country's hits, At Least You Could Say Hello. At least you could say hello. You don't have to hurt me so By crossing the street Whenever we meet, sweetheart At least you could say hello It wasn't so long ago That you held me tight And whispered goodnight Till dawn, early light. Don't worry, there's no danger. You needn't break. 
your day. You'd better hurry, stranger. You might be late. Don't make her way. For darling, I love you so. I just had to let you know. When you're going my way, at least you could say hello. step before the curtain here in the Gulf Theater to take part in our weekly question box. I challenge them to answer my questions about Hollywood and the people in pictures, and they've got to answer the question correctly or pay any forfeit I name. Gary, Zezu, Bob, do you accept the challenge? Uh, we do. Yep. They, uh, wait a minute, Rod. Since our listeners don't get a chance to play, I'd like to pass the challenge along to them before you start your question. All right, John Conter, you go right ahead. Thank you, Roger. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a friendly challenge to those of you who drive an automobile. And in America, that's just about everybody. The next time you fill up with gas, make this experiment. Let your tank get pretty well down, and then fill up with Gulf No-Knock gasoline. See if you don't notice a real difference in the way your car performs. See if you don't get a smoother, more even flow of power from your motor. And above all, see if those chattering, pinging motor knocks don't disappear. There's a good, sensible reason why you can expect such fine results from Gulf No-Knock. No-Knox has been raised to such a high anti-knock rating that it ends motor knocks under all normal driving conditions. So why not test the advantages of Gulf No-Knox yourself in your own car? You can't lose anything, and you'll get a chance to learn firsthand the advantage of always using Gulf No-Knox gasoline. Thank you, John. Thank you. And now for the question box. But first of all, I want to tell you that the stars uh, have no idea what the questions or the answers are going to be. They're standing here on the stage in the Gulf Theater before our large audience... And believe me, they're strictly on their own. So here they come. Okay, Roger. All right, here's the question. In the history of motion pictures, what story has been made into, into a picture more times than any other? Was I in it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you any clues, Gary. Uh, do, do you know the answer to the question? Well, it uh, won't hurt me to say Bo Jess, will it? No, it won't hurt you, but that isn't the right answer. The story that has been made the most times is East Lynn, and now here's your forfeit, Gary. I understand you're quite a performer on the kazoo. Well, now I'll tell you, here is your forfeit. Here is the kazoo, and you must play Pony Boy. <laughs> well, I... 
I saw a kazoo before, but I never heard Pony Boy. <laughs> the wrong end. <laughs> Thank you, Gary Cooper, and you can keep the kazoo. And the next question goes to Zazu Pitt. Zazu, which of the three following people appeared in the picture of the women? Norma Shearer, Rosalind Russell, or Lucille Deshire? All three of them. Lucille Lassure with Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford's real name. That's right, Jesus. Very good. And Joan Crawford will be here in the Gulf Theater next week. And now, now for Bob Hope. Here's a question for you, Bob. Ronald Coleman. <laughs> what do you mean, Ronald Coleman? Well, Ronald Coleman is going to be here in the Gulf Theater with Joan Crawford next week, and I thought it would be a good time to get it, get it in, Roger. That will. She <laughs> is going to be here, and thank you very much. Uh, but first of all, you have to, who are identified with the following? Eyes. Eddie Cantor. Uh, nose. Joey Brown. Horn. Uh, I won't answer. Come on. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, Joan Crawford, Ronald Coleman, and many others. This is Roger Pryor saying good night, everybody. Bob Hope will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, The Cat and the Canary. Gary Cooper's latest Samuel Golden release is The Real Glory. Zazu Pitts is currently seen in RKO's Nurse Edith Cavill. The Gulf Screen Guild Theater originated at Earl Carroll's Columbia Square, Hollywood. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.